0: so this is about the part where when nanners and i were recording the dbz video last week we got through our intro and everything was super good and then i realized i never started the video recording (laughs) yeah and then like had a way worse intro the second time so that's that's how we roll not as good the second time (laughs) It was fine. We were prepared. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go with that. We're Bottle of Fuchsia, and we're always prepared. Mm. Sometimes prepared. Yeah, yeah. We wing it with what (laughs) we've got. Yeah. Usually. Welcome to the Bottle of Fuchsia cast number 55- you can find all of our content at bottledfuchsia.com. Streams at mixer.com slash bottledfuchsia. Videos and archives of streams at youtube.com slash bottledfuchsia. A shot of fuchsia every Friday. We're doing that for real. That's happening.
1: You've been really good about it.
0: Yeah. I did one week so far. I mean, row. that's... Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. so 100%. Uh, yeah. Go to... Uh, at, And we should say it's on theouterhaven.net. Uh, over on their youtube so be sure to check out their website they've been kind enough to host uh, some of our videos and last week nanners and i played some dragon ball fighters we
2: sure did
0: that game's really good i like that game so Mm -hmm. go check out the video this week i think we're going to do into the breach because that's a really good game too
2: Mm -hmm. yes
0: there's a lot of really good games and it's march i'm concerned about this
2: As long as it stops for the rest of the year after this until, like, September, we'll be fine.
0: We'll have that weird summer lull that always happens. Anyway, we have a Facebook and Twitter at Bottle Fuchsia, too. On the Bottle Fuchsia (laughs) cast tonight, we have Kay. Hello. Nanners. Hi. Brady. Hey. I am John. Nanners, or not Nanners, Aaron and Kitty are traveling, and con man is... Fighting the snow in New York, just punching it. (laughs) I imagine with yeah, it seems like with the day he had, he's probably just punching snow and pounding beers. Sure, there's
2: probably pizza in
0: there somewhere too. I mean, you have to refuel for the punching. So Nanners, what have you been up to?
2: Um, I played everything. Again, right? Nothing new there. Um, yeah. So, f-
0: looking through our list, there's only four of us, and we have a lot of games on our list for once. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Even I have like more than two.
0: <laughs> you have a lot. That's we we all have a lot. Go on, Nanner. Sorry to interrupt you. No, it's fine. I just realized we all have we we're not quite Brady. Snuck onto a second line. He's yeah. He's getting close to Nanner. Nanner's yeah. double
3: line coming in. That's just because the titles are
0: long. <laughs> 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 that rainbow six colt wind siege yeah that helps all the first. punctuation also Kay and i have the disadvantage of our first names being short yeah so maybe we would have stuck snuck onto a second line
2: yeah, i've got the most letters of my name too so i'm just ahead to start with right
0: and now i've derailed you twice go yep. on Nanners, tell us about some of um, your names I'll
2: skip all the weekly stuff because I'm still always playing more Minecraft and Fortnite and Warframe. Um, I still don't think I like Fortnite. I don't know why I keep playing it. But
0: Which version are you playing? The Defense this, or the Battle Royale? The Save the World, the Defense.
2: Okay. The Battle Royale, I know I don't like, so I stopped playing that. So
0: I actually played a few rounds of that out of my own curiosity. It seems okay. It's a very different thing. Like, yes. Hello,
3: fellow yes. teens. I'll just hang out with all the kids.
0: I I had to know. <laughs> it's good at different things. It's definitely yeah. a far faster paced thing, but also I... when I think about games like that that are far faster paced, I just think of like Counter-Strike was that game type. It just, you know, in a smaller scale. But it has that same sort of feel where everyone seems to be like, no, oh, I don't even know if same sort of feel. Counter-Strike can be more strategic. Anyway, I don't yeah. know. Yeah.
2: That game does not seem very strategic, but Mm -hmm. I digress. We might have a whole episode where we talk about those Battle Royale games, so we should probably save that discussion for then. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get around to it. Um, So the interesting stuff I actually played this week, um, I played a lot of games with you guys, actually, because there were a lot of really good multiplayer games that came into like beta or early access in the last two weeks.
1: Hooray us.
2: So I know we all played Vermintide two, which that game is really fucking hard.
3: Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about the difficulty yet.
0: Yeah. If you try to summarize Vermintide two,
2: Imagine if you're playing Left for Dead, but you didn't have guns, and all the zombies were either rats or like Vikings.
3: Well, I feel like there's a lot of like undead Vikings in Vermintide yeah. too. Yeah, there so is now. Yep. Before, I would say Left for Dead with rats instead of yep. zombies, but now there's a lot of yeah. Zombies. There's like
2: undead Vikings. They're like Northmen, and with like magic and swords and yep. axes and shit, and the ability to fuck you up in whole new amazing ways. Um,
0: yeah. Vermintide's in the Warhammer universe, yep and not like yep. warhammer forty k it's that would just be great original too, though warhammer. yeah, that'd be cool I'd play that
2: um but yeah that that game's really neat. We played probably like twenty games in the last two days, and I think we
0: won two of them. Yeah, it
2: sounds about right,
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I don't know, maybe I've been lucky. I feel like I've only lost like two out of like the six I've played maybe so barely winning positive but
2: okay you're you're ahead of us
0: brian and i actually won with randos so i was just Mm -hmm. like wow we won with randos you know we can totally do this as a coordinated discord group well the
3: one time it felt easy was with a rando who was level like 16 Mm -hmm. yeah doesn't seem very high but we were all like four to five
2: yeah i think he carried us a little bit on that one yeah
1: so it does do you know how the like
0: level, levels Yeah, do you know how the levels scale like in that situation when one person is way above? I don't no. think they
2: do. I think the difficulty is constant. So I think having uh, a person that is level 16, I think they can just mow through shit. Okay. I think so it doesn't
0: we... it doesn't scale. It's just the missions have like an easy, medium, hard mode yep. to them. Yep. Okay.
2: So, had we been playing on medium or hard, I think we would have been rolled even with him around. But with us being scrubs, you know, it and playing on recruit, which is the easiest mode, we were able to get through that one pretty easily.
0: So, the sh- I think the like thirty second summary of that game would be co op group of four use sword, axe, magic to kill all the rats, and you start at point A and need to finish at point B and trigger some events along the way.
1: Yep.
2: Yeah. 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 Okay. Le- left for Dead but fantasy not setting, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. I don't know what any of the special rats are called when they grab me and stab the me, but I just terms. yell Left for yep. Dead yeah. terms and that all makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We Did we the all do left it. Left for Dead people make this game. Did like part of them break off and make this? It's
1: it is it's, It is
0: so close. It is I feel a, like there has to be.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculously close to Left for Dead. Like, I know you guys keep saying, like, oh, it's Left 4 Dead with rats. But, like, I, yeah, I don't think we're even stressing enough how... To the point where
0: I asked it's almost last like a skin. night if, like, there was a versus mode where people were controlling the be the, the tank, rats. yeah. Because that felt like I they came this far. They may as well just do the full-on Left 4 Dead Yep, thing. just
2: add the director.
0: Yeah. It's weird.
1: It, it does. Maybe I'll
0: try and look that up. Well, wow. yeah.
1: uh, I think there's going to be a running theme with a lot of the games you talk about where it's very hard to tell if what we saw was indicative of the final product or just chalk it up to like, mm, beta. Like, did they just have certain things locked in beta and that's why it was so hard? Like, did they, mm-hmm. I-, I don't know, somehow like scale something wrong and, and like... Change a difficulty setting, or are we not progressing in a way because something's locked for beta? Um, but it is released uh, tomorrow, or by the time this is out, it'll be, it'll already be out. So.
0: Yep. Yeah, I totally forgot that we were playing, uh, in technically like early access yeah. missions, and Brian had mentioned that uh the missions we're playing aren't even the beginning of the story which is probably oh. why it feels a bit disjointed right now so <laughs> yeah
1: okay. so yeah it's hard to it's hard to say like are you meant to play those when you're already leveled up versus we are trying to play them at level 1 and that's why it's
0: a little bit harder uh, yeah. yeah
1: but i i think We'll kind of mention that for a bunch of the different games because we played a lot in beta.
2: Yeah, so I I will skip the other two multiplayer games that we played to let you guys uh mention them a little bit. I mean, um, you can just talk about them now.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: we we all yeah. played them. So I mean,
2: if you want, sure. Um, so we played Deep Rock Galactic, which is one that Conman had first sent to me, I think, a few months ago, and he mm-hmm. posted again recently on our Slack. Um. That game is Left for Dead, but what if you were dwarfs and you went mining <laughs> okay uh, in space, like yeah. they're space dwarfs. I should say that right now they're space dwarfs. it's not warhammer dwarfs.
3: It's a little further away from Left for dead, but it's still easy to compare to that, I would say,
2: yeah, um. There's some interesting, like, movement mechanics. I think, Brady, you were the one that was playing as, like, the engineer, right?
3: Yeah. So you get sentry guns and a grenade launcher and a platform gun, which you basically shoot at a wall and it creates a platform to jump on.
2: Yeah, that seems really useful because it has, like, Red Faction Geomod technology in it. So you're actually chipping out like the walls of the mine and like going down in pits to get resources and come back up. Um, And then I know there's like a, a, I don't want to say it's a hook shot. What would you guys compare it to the like cable car thing?
1: Oh
3: yeah. The one class gets like a little, I don't know what you call it, but you basically shoot a cable that then you can, you know, go up or down like slide on it to reach different levels.
2: It's like almost like a motorized zip line, I guess,
3: yeah hmm.
2: um that and that thing seems really cool. that's super limited in ammo, though, I guess, so you have to use it sparingly um I don't know that that game's interesting. We didn't play that much of it. I think you guys played more than I did though,
3: and me and command played uh a little bit more, I guess it's good, um so each mission has like some sort of goal, like mine some amount of something and then after you do that you have to kind of call in the drop pod and evac and that seems to be the really hard part but i think because it's a little buggy um there's this it's called the mule and you deposit what you mine into the mule when like your inventory is full and then when you evac it runs to the drop pod and you're supposed to follow it but maybe like half the time it clips through the world.
1: Or it's runs like, on the it, ceiling.
3: Yeah, like you physically can't follow it. So you have to sort of f- figure out where to go in like under two minutes while a Zerg is coming. Um, so it is really fun. I, I think they just got to work out the couple little glitches.
1: Yeah.
3: Is that...
0: Early access. Yeah, that is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that one still is.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think it just opened up into
2: early access. I think mm-hmm. end of last week, like last Wednesday, last Thursday, something like that. It just went into early access. It had been in closed beta
1: before that. I think, though.
2: Okay. I think.
1: Um. That game guess... uh, led Conman and I to discover that there are pinecone dildos.
2: <laughs> oh right because of the driller's fists yeah yeah Command kept saying that the guy had dildo fists and we kept trying to explain to them that he must not know what that looks like and he uh, yeah, flipped no, the script right. on us so
0: and everybody lost yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was and th- look. I was looking up Fat Shark the developer of Permitide. What and, have they made previously? Uh, apparently, their big original claim to fame was Lead and Gold, Gangs of the Wild West, which I remember playing... I do remember that. A long time ago. Yeah. 2010 is when that released. Uh, since then, they did Bionic Commando Rearm 2, uh, Hamilton's Great Adventure, Crater, War of the Roses, War of the Vikings, Escape okay. Dead Island... So they made a Dead Island game.
2: Escape Dead Island, I think, was the over-the-head perspective, like isometric one. Sure. I think.
0: <laughs> uh, Blood Sports TV, I don't know what that is. And then they made Vermintide and Vermintide 2. Uh, and looking through it, it looks like they just did their own thing. So they just heavily leaned into the Left 4 Dead genre, which I guess you know is fine. There was an opening there. They seized it.
2: I'm also wrong on Escape from Left 4 Dead or Escape Dead Island. Um, I have no idea what the fuck this is. Fair (laughs) Fair
0: enough. Should we just get into Sea of Thieves talk now as well?
3: Yeah. I (laughs) think so. Pull the Band-Aid off.
2: Yeah. Let me me mention real quick. um, I bought Mercenary Kings again because I'm an idiot. So I bought it on Switch and I played oh. way too much of that. And I also tried out that new Kirby game that is on Switch or coming to Switch. And it's really not great. It looks pretty, but it's super fluff. So,
3: all right. So, real quick Mercenary Kings. Did yeah. you pay more for it for the Switch version than you did for the PC version like three years ago?
2: No, because I bought mercenary kings i think when it came out And this was back before i could probably look it up but i think i actually paid full price for it so i probably play the exact same price for it right now okay e- even though it's like a five-year-old game probably at this point
3: yeah like there's a bunch of games that i would replay on the switch but they cost more on the switch than i paid for them like day of release mm-hmm and that was, like, five years ago.
0: I, yep. I don't get it.
1: Yeah, that seems silly. You're
0: paying for their development to actually port it to the yes, Switch. Well, come on. I yep. think? Like, 60
3: bucks for that game that, like, even on release was, like, $50 on PC at best. For which one? I, like, every game.
0: Wow. Oh. I don't know. I feel like everything's $60 now. <laughs> even PC well, like games. Like Skyrim.
3: Skyrim should not be $60 on the Switch. It shouldn't. You know, like what was that port effort whatever, maybe 30 bucks, 40 bucks. That makes sense to me. Or Yeah,
0: but that Bethesda's never done that. They always resell it at the highest price whenever they drop it someplace new.
3: And like Doom, like maybe you could argue that's worth it because the motion controls kind of new. tearing a demon apart or whatever. But <sighs> I just I just can't do it. All of those games cost more money on the Switch and they're like five plus years old.
0: Yeah, but it's a new console, so developers are trying to get away with it while they can. Yeah. Because that market is just gonna get clustered and then all those prices are gonna drop because everyone's porting their games to Switch now. Yeah, Things I mean
3: like- and that's the sad thing. Like some of the best games for the Switch are just older ports of other games, so Screw it! Like people are gonna pay full price
0: anyways. Mm. There's a mix of that, I'd say. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things I wouldn't mind playing on the Switch. But yeah, I have enough new things on the Switch that I haven't really been rebuying anything on there. Stardew was the one thing I thought about doing just because having that in a like portable portable would be cool fashion would probably be yeah as you said cool
3: and at least that's you know full price is reasonable it's like like what 15 15 bucks bucks
0: or something yeah yep i don't i don't know if that's a switch or a nintendo problem or more of a developer problem trying to cash in on yeah the rush to get games onto the switch and cashing in while the marketplace there is lighter
3: yeah, I almost wish you can prove you bought it somewhere else, and then you got a discount. <laughs> but I feel like the system to handle that would be just too expensive.
0: You know, it would on go through Nintendo. Yeah. It wouldn't benefit Nintendo in any way, yeah. so that's why it doesn't exist. Like, you would have to be buying codes through developers, and developers generally aren't in the game of yeah. selling codes. So, anyway. So Sea of Thieves, I still don't really know what the point of that game is, but it was pretty fun. Yeah.
3: It was way more entertaining than I thought it would be.
0: But I also don't think I can describe to someone what you do in that game other than get a map, sail around with people, find treasure, and bring it back occasionally shooting at some other ships or just avoiding them and then sometimes there are like storms and some skeleton fights and stuff
1: yeah, yeah. if that's that the sense. only
3: aspect of the game it's gonna be bad but I feel like that's probably just a tiny portion of it to stress test
0: I hope so yeah because I had fun with it Um but I'm I'm not going to pre-order I'm just going to do the Microsoft Xbox, what is their like games? Games Pass?
2: Games Pass, yep.
0: Yeah. So I'm just gonna buy in with that because Microsoft has said all of their first party games are going to that immediately. So ten bucks a month, even if I play Sea of Thieves for like three months and then cancel it, that's like half off.
3: Yeah. And that's probably what we'll get out of it.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna guess maybe like two to three months is probably unless they support it and keep adding and building on it and stuff like that but you know time will tell with that yeah and in that case just reactivate the subscription i guess i mean i'm sure more people are going to try it because this game is going to be a part of games pass that they're going to make up sales-wise They're going to take a loss because some people are going to go this route, but you're also going to make that up with the fact that far more people like me are going to just try it through Games Pass, whereas I might have passed on that game otherwise to sort of, like, wait and see with it. Yeah, and
3: it's a game that will greatly benefit from a a larger player
0: base. Right. Yep. I mean, $10 a month buy-in, and if I don't like it, I can cancel the next month? Like, sure sign me up and I think you're going to get that response from a lot of people and then you're probably going to have a lot of people who just continue on like keeping that service because of this game
3: mm.
0: I don't know if it's because of that game but it will be the reason they get it yeah. initially
2: I know yeah. I definitely signed up for Game Pass just for because this game of this? yeah and uh, kind of check out the service but more so for this game. And if this game keeps being good, I'll stay signed up. But if not, you know, it's 15 bucks a month or 10 bucks a month, whatever it is. So, it's easy enough just to cancel.
0: Yep. And hey, Crackdown's coming too. So, Crackdown and Sea of Thieves. Yep. It's paid for for a year basically. Yep. If you bought those games at release, that would be 60 each
2: that is true so yeah it 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 will pay for itself as long as they have two good first party games every year so for Uh, sea of thieves it seems worth it
0: crackdown we'll see 9.99 a month um see if the state of decay 2 and crackdown 3 are the uh three new titles that'll be hitting this year on top of a bunch of other stuff you can play on Xbox, and a few things that uh, all the new games will also be going to PC as well. So, Credit to Microsoft for pushing that initiative.
1: They wanted to get in on the uh, game subscription game.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, I feel like they've always kind yeah, of... Yeah, they... They've... yeah they've They played with it before but i think this model actually makes sense for them like why not just push like ea does the thing where you can play like 10 hours of a new game before it's released and then you don't get it anymore with the ea pass so i feel like microsoft just took the plunge on that i mean they've got enough of a catalog at this point that yeah it'll keep people happy for a while and if you have an Xbox, there's a bunch of Xbox games to play, too. So, I still wish I knew what that game was, though. <laughs> I guess we'll find out.
2: It is a hurdy-gurdy and accordion simulator that also has some sailing in it. That's, that's all you need to know.
3: i think it might be Uh, a game that's heavily driven by player interaction mm -hmm. like if yeah if they just enable those cool situations and then kind of players make their own stories and own interactions and it might be pretty good but they just have to have the system to orchestrate those things
2: yeah right
1: there were sections of that like if you could take over the islands like and use them as like your fort and then if there was maybe some sort of uh you know reason for other people to interact and kind of try to like invade your fort Uh, i thought that had a neat potential
3: yeah and like reasons to take over somebody else's ship ship Um, penalties for losing your own but you know not too harsh but enough that we weren't just like spawning again in 30 seconds
1: yeah. yeah. Yep. We didn't really see a ton of other boats. Um, I think maybe saw three or four other boats the entire time I was playing. Yeah. Two of them, I think, we just sort of let go. Two of them we attacked, and that kind of went poorly both ways. So it was like a win-win-lose-lose. Lose. But um, it was also kind of hard to tell like how... Populated the world would be like if there would just be way more boats in the released version, and uh more like factions and guilds, and like uh if you'll eventually like dress your boat in a particular way and know who to attack or something
0: everyone I think is the answer, <laughs> yeah,
3: well, we'll be interesting, like shadowbane style guilds, like oh, they're flying those colors, so like. They're our ally and don't mess yeah, with them. Yeah, exactly, like, I, yeah. I don't know how far they're going to go with that, but...
1: I thought, I thought that's what it was going to be. I thought that'd be really cool.
0: Yeah, I guess it really does depend on how far they go with it. I'm excited to play more of that. And it's coming in, what, like two weeks? Yeah. End of next week? Or 23rd?
3: Oh, nice. I think the 23rd. I didn't realize it was so soon. It almost makes people w- more worried. <laughs> but what so well oh march 20th yep hopefully the stress test was just very watered down
0: i think that's yeah what people are saying yeah i mean there there was actually a
2: vendor you could talk to who said that they had supplies on the way that were not there yet and i'm pretty sure one of the posts i read was talking about what that vendor should normally have so it seemed like stuff was definitely deactivated for what we played
0: It, yeah, I agree. The, there were shops and things that looked like they needed to be open. Yeah. And they d- just had boards on them. So It's a rare game. There's some jaunty tunes. Yeah. Yeah. I I really hope at some point I could pay like $5 and then play the Banjo-Kazooie theme on an accordion because that would be fucking rad. Mm-hmm.
3: That would just be easy money for them. Like in-game yep. purchase, banjo kazooie
0: tune, just like the Halo music, <laughs> just all <laughs> sorts of accordion. nonsense. <laughs> Imagine the Halo music like blaring yeah. on an accordion as you're <laughs> driving through <a> storm, <laughs> driving, sailing. Words. Uh, should I just get the? Let's just get into the breach, out of the way, because that's the other thing a bunch of us have played. <laughs> Uh, Into the Breach is the follow-up from FTL. And I really wish it was on iPad like FTL It's going to be
3: at some point. Like, it's just made for it. Yeah. And FTL came out for mobile, so it'll happen.
0: Yep. So, Into the Breach is... Do you know how big the grid is? It's like a 10 by 10 grid where you get three mechs and then... The VEC, which are essentially the bugs from, you know, pick your disaster movie or game. Angry bugs are here. Uh, And you basically take turns. The VEC will show what they're going to attack, whether it be buildings or your mech. And your goal is to move your three mech to basically mitigate those bugs either get rid of them or like push them around the environment like bounce them off rocks for them to take damage like push them so they'll miss their shots it's very much a puzzle game yeah and i'm really really into it (laughs) yeah
3: it's, it's just so good and i can't even explain why
0: it's it's it has the One more turn, one more mission, Mm -hmm. because the missions are all like maybe five minutes a pop at most. They're like four or five turns, maybe.
3: Yeah, usually Um, most of them are.
0: um,
3: It's basically like space mech chess. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, why is that so good? (laughs) (laughs) But it is,
1: and that's the most compelling uh, like description of it I've heard yet.
0: I mean, it basically is chess the way you have, like every move. I sit and think, what is the way to like win yeah. this turn? Mm-hmm. And I just like sit and stare to the point where I had played probably about a full week before realizing there was a, like a just like fuck this turn, redo it button. You get one per the, mission. What? Did, yep, there you go, oh, Nanners. I'm just you just didn't know away. either. Damn it. Okay. Yep. Top left. Top left, everyone. Oh, top you left. You get one. Okay. One per, like, encounter. Yeah. Okay.
3: There's certain pilots that give you an extra one.
0: Um, and we, Yeah, and then on top of all of the mech that have different abilities and different powers and you get cores to power up those abilities the more you play, there are different pilots who can control each mech who bring different abilities. And we should also mention that... In this game you basically are fighting the Vec forever and you're time travelers and every time you win or lose you basically just fucking bounce go back in time and do it again. So it's like, "Oh, we fucked up this timeline. The Vec won. On to the next one." And like you're just trying to fix as many timelines as you can, which is why the game like plays o- there's a reason to play over and over again. It's yeah. sort of how it's explained and uh, you get to take one pilot with you to the next one if you win, because if you lose, they're all dead. Yeah, I think yeah. And if that's the case, you just sort of pick your. You unlock more pilots the more you play the games, the more runs you do, and you mm-hmm. can just pick one from the beginning. uh There are different teams of mech. There are about eight, maybe I'd say. I think that's right. Uh, And they all, they unlock through getting achievements with the other teams, which I thought was an interesting way to Mm. like sort of force people to play as specific teams to like learn them a little bit and then lets you buy the next one after that.
2: FTL kind of did that with the unlocking of the ships where you'd have to play as one ship and do like a specific thing to unlock the next ship. And then you just kind of kept that going to unlock, like, the different versions of them. Mm-hmm. So, similar mechanic.
0: But, yeah. Music's good. The pixel art is, you know, the same sort of FTL style mm-hmm. pixel art. It all just really works. It's really addicting. I mean, if you've got five minutes, you can sit down and do, like, one mission, but you'll probably end up playing an entire island. Yep. So, you know. You have five minutes, and then you spent thirty. So, oops. It's it's really good. I'd, yeah, I think that's going to be the video we record this week. So, if you're listening to this now, you can probably go find it.
2: Unless we did something else, in which case, good luck.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> keep searching.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. just, just keep wait. we'll do it eventually. We'll yeah, just there. keep waiting. We're we're definitely going to do a video on this game mm-hmm. for sure. For sure.
3: So it it feels so good when you get that, like, perfect turn. Especially if you use the reset thing. Like, you screw up, you reset, and then you find some amazing way. Like, oh, but if I attack this empty square, it pushes these guys into hazards, and then I can do all these other things, and it's amazing. Like, it feels so good to get that, like, just amazing combination.
2: It really makes you feel like a genius when you pull that off. Yeah,
3: when you finally figure out, like... The puzzle.
0: Another pro tip, top right, will give you the uh, move order that the Vec will attack in. So if you push... (laughs) Yep, yep. Okay, well... (laughs) So you can position Vec to attack other Vec, and I was like, oh, I don't know. Which one's going to fire first? He'll die if this one hits him first. If not, he's going to attack this power building. And the overall lose scenario in the game is you're protecting the power buildings every time the buildings get hit you endure casualties and lose one power if you lose all of your power which spans between all of the different encounters on all four of the islands then you lose and basically start over maybe that is how you take a pilot with you if you lose if you do Oh, if you just power run out of loss, power. You can still take a pilot with you. Because I think that happened Gosh, to me bro. once and I got to take a pilot. Hmm. But if they all die, then I'm guessing you don't get to take one because they're all dead.
3: Uh the other I feel we are crawling it a pro tip, but uh play on easy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I that's I mean I would yeah. never play a that's... game on easy. Ever.
3: But this one it's just you should play on easy. Yeah, easy is normal in yeah, this game. Exactly.
0: It'll help you get through more of the game, because the more you get through, the more you understand what's happening, so that when you go to normal and beyond, you'll understand what you're up against, and it lets you think about your moves more than, like, oh, the train hitting a VEC actually wrecks the train. It doesn't just, like, hit the VEC and do damage. Like, just dumb shit like that, that you can sort of get out of the way in easy runs, where... When stuff like that happens, it doesn't ruin your run immediately. Yeah. Uh, I went through all of one squad's achievements, and you can finish the game by doing a two island, a three island, or a four island victory. Oh. So after you finish two, you can go right to the ending, and the ending scales, so it's not going to be like way harder. It might be harder in that you might not be have a lot of the equipment that you want and stuff like that, but difficulty-wise, it's not like, you know, level-wise, difficulty-wise. It should scale with the fact that you just did two islands instead of three or four. So each squad, you'll get a medal for doing a two island, three island, four island, and then they have three achievements apiece, and then the achievements are what you use to unlock more squads. Play forever. I'm excited to try. I just spent six on uh, one group of mechs that apparently like eat the dead vec to power themselves, so they're like the necro mechs, I guess. Neat. Yeah, I'm curious to see how they play. Uh, but I'm currently very much in love with the rusting hulks. Yeah, the like smoke, smoke guys. poopers. Yeah. Because smoke is really good. They, When you drop smoke on something, it basically stops all of an enemy's attack. And the one additional power that one of them has is if they're in smoke, they take damage. So basically, you're just dropping smoke on everyone, and they're taking damage if they stay in smoke. <laughs> uh, I thought smoke was pretty useless on my initial playthroughs, and then this team taught me otherwise and now i make far too much smoke and that ends up hurting me that sometimes. is the
3: only negative thing it it changes the board where you're kind of limiting yourself as to where you can actually attack from because of all the
0: smoke everywhere But it's okay because you have an artillery guy to just knock them the yeah. fuck around and then jump over them and poop smoke on them <laughs> that game's really good really really good um that it's weird to be talking about games in a top 10 list already but there would have to be a lot of really good games for into the breach to get knocked out of my top 10 this year and i think i'm probably going to be playing into the breach for a long time
3: yeah and like especially if they release the mobile version this year
0: oh man yeah that would be great
3: yeah i have no idea what their plans are for that so uh, i don't even know if that's on the roadmap for this year but it would
0: be awesome uh, one other note, uh, I picked up Bayonetta on the Switch. Ooh, I think I own it on the Xbox 360, which moved up to Xbox One, but having it in a portable fashion means I'll actually play it. Uh, I think I'm about halfway through that game. That game's a lot of fun. It's fucking bonkers, but it's a lot of fun, and apparently the second one is even more so. Uh, the It was... $30 to just buy Bayonetta 1 and then I think Bayonetta 2 is like 40 or 50 alone on the digital store but if you own Bayonetta 1 it discounts it so that combined they equal out to 60 as if you bought the physical copy <laughs> so once I finish up one I'll probably go through two that game's neat everyone probably knows that those games are neat now I know
3: that game I've neat. actually never played it and I've been meaning to but in my mind it's a devil may cry game that I'll get to eventually
0: yeah I I would probably sit there and wait until like a Nintendo like store sale or something and try and pick it up then
3: when do those happen
0: or sometimes <laughs> there's like 10% <laughs> off of shit but yeah, in how many, reality, just watch, How many gold coins Amazon. do I
3: get from buying it?
0: Oh God, I I know that's a thing, and I haven't even bothered yeah. to look up like any of that nonsense. I was a part of their coin nonsense by like entering codes from 3ds games I bought, and we yeah, apparently have Shit.
3: some from like buying stuff after just getting the Switch recently. Mm-hmm. I was like, you'll save thirteen cents if you buy this sixty dollar game. I'm like, oh okay,
0: great, awesome. Oh, Nintendo. If they did a 20% discount like Amazon did, if you pre-order something, I would pre-order way more games on the Switch digital store. Yeah. The reason I have so many of those stupid little cartridges are because I know I'm going to buy the games and I want the discount on them. So,
3: I will say... <sighs> having a couple physical games now it's really annoying to switch physical media
0: <laughs> it is right like i'm
3: like i should have just what paid 60 dollars for this digital version
0: and then, then you need to buy a new micro sd card oh, and yeah. run it out of space yeah, it's it's funny talking to people who will absolutely spend the extra like $20, $30 to be like, no, I don't care about the discount. I just want this digital because I don't want this physical media in my life at and all. And
3: then there are people that want, you know, like the bookshelf of video games, like they want the physical mm-hmm. copy and they get mad when it's a digital only release.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's a weird situation. Okay, do you have anything else? Not really. Other than all of the other games we <laughs> talked about, yeah. Yeah, fuck it. I'm. I've been talk. I've been looking through our list trying to like pick out if there was anything. I feel for like one of the first times ever. I feel like we had a lot of group discussion about all of the games because Rather we had a lot individual. of co-op games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everyone had maybe like one individual game that they played, but a lot of games that we ended up playing together. Yeah. were like Into the Breach where three of us have that so we've all spent a bunch of time in that one
1: uh there's only one game I did play on my own but I think Mm -hmm. I'm gonna wait till Conman's back to talk about that with him because I played it specifically with him okay Uh, humans fall flat
0: is that the like kinda gang BC one where you like platform around on stuff but it's okay. so
1: fucking good.
0: Yeah, I've seen some video I of that. I didn't I didn't want to come it home. Looks... I
1: wanted to play that more. I own it. <laughs> yes, I have you not do. Played it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but I played uh I played a sea of these with you guys. Very excited mm-hmm. for that. Um, you did really good
3: on boats
1: i did just i did we were all saying.
2: surprised yeah. to be honest like <laughs> Kay didn't fall off the boat once and this game is 99% boat
3: yeah so. after our <laughs> gta 5 experience i, I expected
1: and a, and a lot fair lot amount worse. of PUBG too yeah, i know <laughs> PUBG is not exactly a boat heavy game but there were incidents in pub g where it's like "Kay, get in the boat i am in the boat no you're not get off the just whatever um yeah
0: we can write that off as pubg jank. Just it was janky. Uh, That's why. Yeah, sure. We'll we'll
1: we'll, go, we'll we'll credit it with that.
0: Little A, little, little B. I,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, this week I actually got excited about games again. Last podcast I was really kind of down on the on games in general and I just kind of
0: I heard you were on a mission to find games to play. Yeah, and What's I I l- just
1: I haven't I haven't been feeling it lately. I just haven't. Uh, just my heart hasn't been in it lately, and this week really turned it around like pretty quick.
0: Yeah. Two weeks can make a big difference when there are lots of games that are like right on the verge of coming out. So yeah. normally I'm a. Normally I will wait for a game's full release, but like, you know, Vermintide is close enough and the progress carries over that I'm like, all right, well, it's fine. It's safe to play this so I can sort of understand what's happening. And like Sea of Thieves, I'm too curious to not play their beta tests because I still need to know what that game is. Yeah. Two weeks sure can change things uh brady did you want to talk about rainbow six siege at all or
3: uh i I mean they did have a big expansion this week okay uh, operation chimera so it added a bunch of new content some new operators um but the big thing was the pve event called outbreak okay which is also basically left for dead
0: oh (laughs) nice (laughs) tell um, me when uh rainbow 6 vegas 3 happens. yeah right um
3: i i liked outbreak a lot um i feel like you don't get good enough rewards for it so people okay. aren't going to play it that's disappointing yeah um and then uh it's it's not really a pve game like it almost makes you worse at the game for playing the pve content <laughs> Um, cause normally you're like, uh, peeking around corners and pre firing and all that kind of intense stuff. But when it's zombies, there's no reason to do that. So you kind of just like run forward, and shoot stuff. Um, so I, I like it. I don't know if I'll really play that much more of it. The other annoying thing is that it's temporary. It will be available for a month and then they're going to remove it supposedly tweak it and bring it back later. Huh. But like, say you like that a lot, but you don't really like the 5v5, you know, Counter-Strike style gameplay. Too bad. Like, it's getting removed from the game in like one month.
0: That sounds suspiciously like another game that we play where there's lots of cycling things that are fun and rotate away for weeks at a time
3: i think i like the fringe stuff in that game more than the core gameplay so it means it's not really for me like terrorist hunt people only do to get their dailies done it's just like a forgotten about gameplay mode and that's the one i like the most and then same thing with this I was
0: like say, terrorist hunt is it basically like vegas yeah it's
3: exactly that but like oh, nobody plays was the,
0: it that was like the best mode yeah
3: i, I like it a lot
0: Like Vegas, we used to just set, like, all right, the hardest and, like, a billion terrorists and terrorist hunt, and let's go. Let's see how far we can get.
3: it's pretty cool because there's different um, modes of terrorist hunt. Like, sometimes you might have to defuse several bombs or, like, find a hostage and then escort them somewhere, and then some are just, you know, kill X number of terrorists. But it's it's just a tacked-on thing at the end. It's not, like, the core game.
0: So the new thing that they added, does that cost money to get into?
3: No. Okay. Uh if you already own the game, you just get that expansion. Okay. And you get four uh loot packs or whatever they call them. <sighs> I I think those packs Wait. are more expensive. They have like the normal ones, but then they also have the new expansion ones, and the new expansion ones are a little more expensive.
0: Okay. All right. That was a whole lot of video game talk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess we need to get all our video game playing in now before the government takes all our video games away. Right? Or it gets taxed. If only there was
3: some system to rate video games. I know. Gosh, I really wish we had one of those things, man.
0: (laughs) It would make things so much easier. To know if this game was bad for kids, children, yeah, for children, or if, say, like, I don't know, kids too adult could play.
1: Yeah, that were below a certain age. That it's
0: maybe maybe some kids just aren't mature enough. Yeah, to play game certain games.
2: You think it would be teens that would not be mature enough?
0: Yeah, those teens are definitely not mature enough for you know the game. Yeah. Just stick to the everybody the games that everyone can play. That's, that's what the government thinks or something. I don't fucking know what's gonna happen with that shit tomorrow. It's nothing a little scary. Absolutely but not, nothing. Right. I I'm slightly concerned, but also don't believe that anything. Yeah, like we already happen. went through
3: this and the Supreme Court has the ruling like it's really just trying to find a scapegoat and say you're doing something to fix it, even though it's it, pointless. They're
0: going to fix it just like they fix loot boxes yeah, by putting a label on the box that says there are in-game purchases available for said game. So we just put it on every single fucking box because every game yeah. has <laughs> additional games in-game now. purchases. And then it it, it was on the box. You didn't see it on the box. You didn't look at the box before you bought it. Then weird. We tried everything.
3: (laughs) It's on you now. Well, so that's always the thing I liked about the ESRB is like, like this is their recommendation and it's up to the parent to decide what they want their child to consume. And then maybe it's up to the video game store to enforce, you know, like, like movie rating requires. Yeah. Right, yeah, Um,
0: because those those aren't hard and fast laws. It's basically those stores or those companies putting that in place, like do not sell this to kids under eighteen. Yeah, right. And if you
3: want to look into it and say, okay, this is appropriate for my kid and whatever, like I've we've talked to them and they know the difference between real life and a video game, (laughs) like this is okay. Um, So, so I like that about it. Yeah.
0: All right, so that was our real talk for, like, 20 seconds. Yep,
1: (laughs) done. Good enough. Thank
2: God that's over.
0: I know, right? Now we can go back to, you know, swinging swords and shooting fireballs and shit. Thank God. uh, Saving the world from rats. So thanks for listening, everyone. You can find all of our content at bottledfuchsia.com streams at mixer.com slash bottledfuchsia videos and archives of streams at youtube.com slash bottledfuchsia and some of our stuff over on the outerhaven.net facebook and twitter at bottledfuchsia our game of the year awards are still out there if you want to uh, listen to us argue about the 10 best games of 2017 for four hours uh, i listened back to it because i i wanted to experience it all again how was it the second I time? I don't, re- well, <laughs> I don't regret listening to it again. I regret some decisions that were made yeah. in the group. All of my decisions were right, however. so Anyway, thanks for listening to the Bottle Futurecast, cast, everyone. We'll see you in two weeks.
1: See Woo. ya.
0: See ya.